That's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. When it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo and always bashing on Nintendo. But that's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. Thanks, Retro Fandango. Well. Hello. Welcome to Retro Fandango, episode number 173. Hmm. I'm here buried on Mars with my buddy Richard, also known as Rambox. Am I coming through this mic? Is this mic I'm coming through? That sounds good. Okay. Just making sure. You, I you hear look a little awfully echo. cold there. No. It's cold. It is cold <laughs> down here. It is. What, what's your current temperature? Approximately. I don't know. It was um, minus 10 with a wind chill of minus 18 yesterday. I don't think it's that cold right now. Fahrenheit you're talking about, right? Fahrenheit is, it was, that's like 15 degrees, right? Minus 10, it's around 15 degrees. Uh, probably, because I know zero is around 30. I'm talking all Celsius, because that's what I do. So right now it's it's only minus four, minus mm. six, but it's one of those it's one of those things where the it's warming up a little bit outside, so then the furnace doesn't kick on, mm. and it gets that damp coolness. Yeah, I can't complain. I, I don't have it as rough as that. Plus, I damaged my head on Bill's show the other day, and I don't want anyone to see uh, what's happening underneath <laughs> my hat. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah. You still got a little mark there then, huh? Yeah, just a little mark. But no one needs to see it. No one needs to see it. And if they do want to see it, maybe they'll see it on here. Maybe this will be a fan. Maybe my scar will be a Fandango exclusive. Hmm. You never know. You got your scar and Steven's underwear. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Thanks, Steven. Thanks for sharing. I hear an echo. On you or on me? On me. Maybe you're just so full of yourself, you can't stop uh, hearing what you're saying. That's why I was asking about the microphone. I don't know. It's nice and scratchy. All right. Um, what's happening? Quick Save Club is still playing racing games. We did finally get that Torchlight 2 episode done and posted. So you're welcome. Um, Thank you. The racing game I've been playing lately is a game called Toy Box Racers by Codemasters. It's it's fun. It's a simple little game where it's like a sort of a top down, but the camera's like a little further behind and off to the side a little. So it's almost like an over the shoulder racing game. Mm-hmm. But you're a little, you know, miniature car, what we would call dinky cars here in Canada. And, uh, you know, you're racing over like countertops and Ooh. yeah. It's kind of like cool. That. Didn't Codemasters make the Micro Machines games? I think so. So they, they, they kind of just got one trick there. No, they, they made quite a few racing games. And then they made, um, I think, what's, no, it wasn't Codemasters. Uh, I think they made a few other games outside of racing, but none of them really really took off. Racing's their thing. Hmm. Cartridge Club is playing Ghostbusters, the video game. People have been, uh, I saw over on the Discord, trying to get uh, the uh, online for the 360 version going. Apparently, the servers for that came back up. Really? Yeah. Remember when it went away? Like in 
I think it was 2012. No. Yeah, I think it was 2012 when it went away. Huh. And apparently at some point it came back. That figures. It's, uh, I threw my 360 in the trash. Did you get rid of it? You got rid of it completely? It stopped working. And I, it was trash day. And I was like, I could bring this to the shop and sell it for like 50 cents. Or I could just chuck it. I was like, whatever. I don't have Xbox Live anyways, and I'm not mm. getting it to play an old Xbox yeah. 360 game. So, Yeah, it's a shame. I really wish they would have done something on the PC version. Yeah, the they were supposed to, but it never happened. That's what they say. Yeah. I read some sort of lame excuse as to why they hadn't done it. There's always a lame excuse. Uh, and RF Gen is playing NES Disney Capcom games. They're playing The Little Mermaid, Chippendales, and DuckTales. Oh, is that what they're up to now? Yeah. Gosh, you know what? It's been a long time, but it's like everything sounds appealing now. Oh. Micro Machine <laughs> racing games, cool. Disney Capcom games on the NES, cool. The, yeah. the Beat the Bandy. Yeah, I saw you pipe up Bandy that. doing uh, Popeye there. I, I haven't really played it yet, but... Yeah, I'm totally in for one of those, uh, you know, beat my score things, which Bandy's kind of stolen and bastardized. With Let him have name. it. Let him have it. You don't need that. I uh, that Popeye was one of my, um, which is, I don't know if we mentioned that, is his latest beat the Bandy. It's Popeye, and that was one of my go-to games on the Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. Did you play that game a lot? No, no, I've not played. That's why I'm so interested, because I, I've, played it here and there like oh popeye there's a game look oh you gotta catch hearts and punch bluto but yeah. i've never made any serious attempts to be good at it so yeah. i probably lasted like a level or two and then just okay what else do i got there's only i think there's only three levels and then it loops at least that's what, the, what it was on the commodore 64 i'm not sure if it's the same on the nes but i've always liked oh that that's a good question do i have to play the nes version or do i play the arcade version I imagine the scoring is different. I I imagine. I don't know. Uh, I guess he's playing on the NES, so I guess I'll hook up the... Uh, I'll emulate the NES version. Speaking of which, uh, I'm going to be uh, talking about my top five NES games later in this episode. Oh, look at you totally ripping tuned. off the Retro Nonsense podcast. Hey, there's, I'm not going to waste my time trying to come up with ideas on my own. Next week, you're going to talk about Star Wars... No, no. That, that uh, description kind of turned me off of that episode where at the end oh, they right. say <laughs> they're going to tell everyone why Star Wars is better than Star Trek. Like, I mean, that's just your opinion, man. Man. It's just your opinion. So well, I don't I'm, know. I'm only like I, probably 20, 30 minutes into that episode and already – I don't know. These uh, Star Wars guys can't get their facts straight. Mm. Uh, for people who love Star Wars, they can't even remember what years these movies came out. There's all sorts of numbers being thrown around. None of them are correct. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> that doesn't sound like Duke or Chris Roberts. Duke didn't even get the Blue Harvest trivia. You know, I was... Um, who was doing trivia? It was the other guys. Um ramble record repeat mm -hmm. and they were doing trivia they were um fraser was was um quizzing 
Hodge on Nintendo trivia. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was playing along and I was cleaning up. I was giving up the, it was a, a multiple choice and I was giving out the answers before he would even start with the multiple choice. I'm like, I know that. The, there was only one I got wrong. Okay, it was the one the game that Miyamoto didn't make, didn't didn't do. So it was God of uh, War. No, on the NES. So oh. it was uh, Donkey Kong. I think Super Mario Brothers, Zelda, and Excite Bike. Excite Bike, right? No, apparently he made that one. Really? But yeah. he made. Didn't he do Donkey Kong? He did do Donkey and Kong, Zelda. And Mario. Mario Brothers. Right, there's one. What are you I'm, talking about? Maybe I'm forgetting the one that wasn't. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know that he made Excite Bike. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And I think that was my choice was Excite Bike. Mm-hmm. And look at that. Rocket Sauce is here. Rocket Sauce. Too much work for Richard. I don't know what Steven's talking about half the time. I, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Film Dango this month. Godfather movies one and two, and if you feel like it, watch three. I better get on that because those are long movies. Maybe like three weekend. hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have pretty much an entire month, and you watch sometimes three movies in one day. Yeah, I think you can yeah. do it. Yeah, I think I can. I think I can. So it's the fifth though already, and this is a short month, so. I don't think I should wait too long. Hey, did you watch that movie that Bill put in the uh, Film Dangle folder? No, I didn't. Okay. Then we won't talk about it. We're not talking about in and of itself. It sounded interesting just from the description you gave me that it's a Frank Oz film. That's all I needed. Uh, Just haven't gotten to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say anything. I just want to say anything until you've seen it. Then we'll talk. Steven says three levels of Popeye is too much work for me. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you could do three levels. I could. It's whether I choose to or not. If you could, I think it falls within your 10 minutes or less. The three to levels. be honest, the game I've been going to, and I didn't even list it in the outline because it's just been a casual thing, is I've been playing a lot of Ms. Pac-Man. That's been my go-to, like, uh, I got a couple minutes, I feel like playing a game. Go around the Ms. Pac-Man maze a few times. That's a good game. That is fun. Do you have, uh, can you do the, the memorize the patterns for that one? I haven't played it enough to do okay. that. When, way back when, on the, the true Beat My Score, when we were doing Pac-Man, yeah. I did put a lot of time into that, and I realized that, you know, you go a certain way, you can clear a section before anybody gets to you. You can kind of yeah. hide in a little spot. Um, and I had my route planned out for doing that. But Ms. Pac-Man, the, the levels change up quite a bit more. And I, I think, uh, like, that was the whole story behind Ms. Pac-Man, right? Pac-Man became too easy. People found yeah. too many cheats and loopholes. Yeah. So some other company just made their own and they... They made it harder. They made it more challenging. And then the Namco hired them and they made Ms. Pac-Man, something like that. I think it was the AI for the ghosts, right? They made them less predictable. The AI for the ghosts, the level design, they kind of changed up a lot of things. All the things that you would do for a sequel. It's like, how do you make this better? It's a true sequel. 
Okay. Uh, Real Ghostbusters and Extreme Ghostbusters are coming to YouTube. I just saw that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, That's neat. Now, I, um, I'm one of those people that goes to YouTube for everything first. I would go to YouTube. Like, well, what's on here? What's on here? <laughs> occasionally, you see something pop up like those um, the, the monster movies, the Universal monster movies. Yeah. Um, we're just out there. And uh, poor me, I didn't read the fine print, limited time only. So I, I missed out on some of the other ones I wanted oh, to see. Oh, no. Say. Are yeah, they? Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. Already? Oh. That, that's exactly. I was so excited to get back to uh, Bride of Frankenstein. But first, I was going to watch The Invisible Man because that was chronologically, that was the next one. Right. Uh, I went, I'm looking, like, where is this? Where is this? So I go back to those articles, and suddenly now the phrase is all over the place limited Mm. time only, limited time only. Why would they do that? Yeah, it doesn't make Mm. sense. Like, uh, come on. You're not losing that much money letting people no. watch Bride of Frankenstein. Anywho, uh, the latest one I saw is that uh, the real Ghostbusters and Extreme Ghostbusters are going to be put up uh, on the official Ghostbusters YouTube channel, whatever that is. Okay. Um, I guess it's all part of the – because the, the new movie is going to be coming out. There's a right. more hype. So whether these things stick around, I have no idea. But what I've read, if you go into the details of that article, one episode at a time. Oh. Yeah, they're trying to do it like a Saturday morning cartoon thing where you got to wait for it. So every Saturday from a certain point, they're going to be putting up one episode. So you got a while to wait if you want to see all of them. Mm. (laughs) And then... I, th- I believe the the extreme Ghostbusters is going to be coming up on Wednesdays. Mm. I think they said. So then so, it's one episode, then it goes away. I have no idea. Mm. Like it would be awesome if it just stayed there, so you didn't have to like, oh, this is my one week to go see this episode. It would be nice if they just had them there, and then you could say, you know what? All right, I feel like watching that now. Yeah, I mean, I, this is for anyone who doesn't have the collection or yeah. doesn't feel like, hey, you know what? I can just stream that. I, I can just uh, find that. They're they're really easy out there. And um, I'm upset because they used to be on Netflix. And, yeah, they're not uh, anymore? Uh, for me, I, I used to see them on Netflix. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, oh, man, real Ghostbusters. I want to watch these. And then it uh, just kind of disappeared one day. That's why I got the DVDs. Yeah, that, that's one I wouldn't mind picking up the DVDs for. Certain cartoons. Anyway, so. Oh, that, that's cool. I, I'm Some kind of on the fence about that. I see, like, the benefits for the show. Like, like WandaVision and, and The Mandalorian doing that because it keeps the show in, you know, people keep talking about it. And every week there's something else. So it keeps. Right. You know, keeps it going instead of just dumping it all at once. Everyone watches it once, and then then it's done. But on on for something like YouTube, where you're putting it up with ads, you'd think you would want as much content out there as possible. Because exactly, people are going to forget. Yeah, you at know. least throw up you know a dozen at a time. Give me something. Yeah. Oh. But I imagine that they are going to disappear after a while. So. Yeah. If you really want to see it. 
Well, I do. I, I sort of missed out on extreme ghostbusters because when that came out, I was already like, I was in like my last year of college years old and I was moving on to, uh, working my first job and I, I didn't have cable or anything like that. So I never really watched the show. I saw a few episodes here and there, but I never got to see it. So wouldn't mind watching it. From what I remember, granted, it's been a while. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, it, it was so interesting that they did a continuation rather than just completely forget about it. You know, it, it like yeah. they really tried to make a story that made sense, like where the other Ghostbusters kind of disbanded and you get the new generation coming in. Never really made sense about the guy in the wheelchair. They were trying to do like a uh, all-inclusive thing, which I get. But I don't know. They, like they always had to have some reason how he could get his wheelchair into different situations. Well, it's funny, like how people go on about uh, can't not cancel culture, but like the oh, what do they call social justice warriors and that. And it's like that stuff's been it's been around forever, man. Like it's not yeah. like as if it's anything new. It, yeah, but it. Well, I guess the thing is it seemed a little forced in certain situations like yeah. that. Um, but at the same time, it was also a little natural. It was seemed a little more progressive back then. Not like, Hey, let, we have to do this to make a statement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rockstar says he felt like he was too old to watch extreme ghostbusters. I do believe I'm older than you. And I had no problem watching it. I went through that phase as well. That was like when the, the turtles came out. The original turtles. I felt like I was too old for it. Hmm. I don't care. I'll watch anything. Except now. <laughs> no, no, you won't. <laughs> you won't watch Except anything. Now. Watch everything. I don't have a problem with anything. Mm, you're, you're tough. You're tough to well, get Well, what will I not watch? I'm watching... The, the MCU, like all the cool I did. Kids. I, I had to put that in the outline that I want to hear you talk about Hulk. You did, you completely like, no. Oh, I, I did watch the Hulk and I watched it, I believe, the last day of the month. So I just got it in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I kind of talked about it last week of how I liked the, the retro style doing the Bill Bixby, you know, the eyeballs and all that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of comments mm. are you putting up there now? <laughs> mm. Mm. And then Steven says, ditto, ditto. Sorry if you're listening to this, but you're missing some uh, wonderful animations. Visual right? content yes. only. Uh, I enjoyed The Incredible Hulk. I thought it was uh, a fun movie. It's not as good as Iron Man, but it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. And I... It's kind of a shame that they didn't continue on with the the Ed Norton uh, Hulk movies. I, again, they they got a good direction with the Hulk that they went with, but yeah, I, I kind of got over like after watching it, rewatching it uh, the last time when I went through the the MCU universe, I was like, man, it's too bad they didn't stick with that Ed Norton. But then you know you watch uh, what's his face who took over. I can't remember his name um, now. Uh, da, 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 da. I know this. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, he nails it. He nails it in that Avengers movie. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know if this is spoilers for me, but do they ever do anything with the other Hulk characters in the MCU? Do they bring back like Betty do you want Ross? Me to, and, do you want me to tell you? I, I don't know. I guess I'll uh, hit that information eventually. As yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. So. It's not everybody. It's, guessing, it's somebody I'm, that kind of. I'm guessing that none of that Hulk centric part ever takes like the main stage again. No, hmm. not until one of the characters does come back. And it's like, okay, that kind of ties in. Because it was actually questionable for a while if that movie even tied into the yeah. universe. Like, they were like, this thing seems to be forgotten. But well, then they, they finally... had a couple of those bumps at the beginning, right? Like, they got rid of the original um, uh, Brody from Iron Man. Right, yes. Well, he wanted Bro- Brody? more money. Brody? Uh, Brody. Brody. Yeah. Uh, he wanted more money or something like that, and they said, "Well, we could. We're big, like successful franchise. We'll just get a better actor than than you." And was it Cuba Gooding Jr. or no? Terrence Howard. Yeah, that that was it. Yeah, they just got, and then they got Don Cheadle, which is, I'm sorry, that's a step up. And that's, I believe, that's the next movie I go to is Iron Man Two, uh, and I I do remember, even though I only saw this once. And it was on like a little hotel room, tiny TV. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a really clever line at the beginning. It's like Tony Stark's in a courtroom. Yes. And uh, Rhodey, yeah. Rhodey comes in and he walks in like kind of from like behind the camera walks in. And the first thing he says is, yeah, it's me. I'm here. Can we just get on with this? <laughs> Which yep. in in the script sounds like something like, oh, I didn't know you were coming to the trial. Right. But to the audience is, yay, yeah, we replaced the character. Just go with it. Winking and nod. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rocket Sauce says, Ed Norton looks more like Bruce Banner. I don't know. What does Bruce Banner look like? Like Ed Norton. I guess so. Uh, it's because it's owned by Universal. I'm not sure what he's talking about. Hulk and Namor. Hulk and Namor? I don't know. Losing me here, Sauce. We don't... Uh, you got to be fast and explain things when you're right. Oh, uh, Ed Norton looks like the Hulk and Namor. Who's Namor? The Submariner, the Savage. Okay. See? I get the Sauce. Okay. Uh, so I guess you played some Full Throttle? Yes, uh, I went full on biker mode this nice. week. Um, I don't. I, I wrote it in there with. Uh, oh wait, the movie rights for Hulk and Namor. None of this makes sense. Rocket Sauce. You, they belong you... to Universal. But, but they're still using the Hulk in all those. Uh... Or is yes. it like the Spider-Man thing? Look, Steven's got it right. You need to spell each comment out to them. That is yes, 100%. Spell it out. I want, Put a paragraph. I want capitalization. I want punctuation. <laughs> yes. Uh, pronunciation. If it's a name, put like in brackets how to yeah, pronounce it. put it in name. phonetics. Yes, phonetics. That's it. Okay. Um, full Throttle. That was a game that I played the demo of way back when. Yes. There were those LucasArts point and click. 
And, you know, when I saw that they had remastered it and put it out on the GOG and Steam and stuff, I was like, yeah, day one wish list. I am so <laughs> waiting for this. And, you know, it, it would kind of like not go on sale much, like a little bit off, a little bit off. So, nope, nah, not yet. So I'm waiting. And then one, one sale coming up, I was like, okay, if it goes on sale this time, I'm definitely buying. I don't care what it is. And that sale, they gave it away for free. That was their freebie game. Like, yes. Yep. All right. Got my full throttle. Yep. Sat there for like two, three years. I don't know how long I've had it now. It's collecting dust for me too. Yes. Finally decided, let's do it. I was playing all those uh, point and click Deponia games, which yep. by the way, I beat all four. And nice. the fourth one, I think is the best one. They just got hmm. better and better. But if you remember, the problems I had with Deponia was that uh, kind of obnoxious main character, uh, very wordy game, constant like dialogue trees, uh, really convoluted plot, but very fun gameplay. Lots of mm -hmm. challenging puzzles. Finally get into full throttle and game looks great. Like whether you go to the original version, it's, you know, it's, it's what it is, but still looks kind of good. Or if you do the remastered, it's got the what you often call the smartphone graphics just turn yeah. that resolution down looks right. a little better um so i start playing it and there's so much i like about it it's one of those uh, tim schaefer games mm -hmm. great sense of humor it's the polar opposite of deponia in every way the where uh characters super likable uh the story is fun and simple uh, not too much dialogue, you know, just gives you what you need. Uh, Mark Hamill's in it, does one of the voices, uh, which is his standard evil Joker voice. Still fun. Um, but then the other flip side is the puzzles are really simple. Uh, the locations are very um, defined. You know, there's, there's no like branching out and going here and there. It's very right. simple, very straightforward and a very short game. So I just finished it last night. Oh, nice. And I wish it was somewhere in the middle like that. Like it, it, it was fun, but kind of disappointing at the same time. Like I've been waiting to play that game for so long and realized it's, it's just not that great. Hmm. It's good. It's, it's fine. It's, it's fun. But I wish I had that likable character, the, the very simple, straightforward story uh, and all the environment and the atmosphere and the flavor of that game, but with a little more challenge because it's just too, like, I know exactly what to do. Okay, did that, did that. I, I've heard it's the weaker one out of those early Schaefer games. I guess so because um, Day of the Tentacle, I believe, yeah. was him, and that game I haven't gone back to yet, but uh, really liked that one years ago. Um, now, I, I've heard also... I heard also in Full Throttle, there's a, a part where, you, where everybody gets stuck. Did you experience I, that? I did get stuck uh, at one or two points. Um, there, there's a couple of like like mini games that are a bit awkward, and I kind of figured out what to do halfway, and then I was thinking like, what do I do here? And I, I tried different things, and I couldn't get it to work. And I had an idea that I didn't go through with it. And then I had to go look it up. Like, what, what am I missing here? And I was on the right track. I just didn't stick with it long enough. Hmm. But there okay. are a couple of 
Oh gosh. And there are two moments. Well, I don't think it's really a spoiler where the puzzle is you have to go through a menu and find the right option. And there's a lot of different options. I see. And that was not, that's kind of a, the game comes to a halt and you're like, this is not fun. Just going back like through a phone book and just saying, okay, is this it? No. Okay. Is this mm-hmm. it? No. Cause there's nothing really clever about it. Right. Um, I, I suppose there is, if you think about it, it's like, what are the options you would do? Just put yourself in an action movie scenario where something is happening and like, what would the hero do to stop this? And you, you got to try to find the right option. Um, Schaefer do um, the um, Monkey Island games too? I think so. So there you go. Right? Yeah. At least, you know, the Monkey Island, that's a good example of where it's right there in the middle. Yeah. You got the story is entertaining, but it doesn't overstay its welcome. You got lots of different environments to go to, lots of different items to pick up and wonder, how do you do this? How do you do that? That, that really is like that game often gets cited as being one of the best point and click games, everybody's favorite. And it really just is a great example of what, what it should be. Yeah. That was the last one I played <laughs> last, not last summer, but the summer before I need to make some time, more time for those uh, kind of games. But right now I got to play racing games and ghostbusters, the video game and Popeye, possibly Popeye too on, on the plate. So uh sauce, clarifies here we got the movie rights for hulk and namor belong to universal namor. that's what i said uh belong to universal namor and the pin <laughs> uh it's a handshake agreement uh between i guess universal and um who does the does the movies for marvel disney disney um but that's the main reason why there isn't a Hulk too. So they must have some agreement where he can appear in other movies because he's in, um, you know, all the Avenger movies, and he was in the last mm-hmm. Thor movie. So, hmm, I guess. Ah, there's always something weird, like the rights to the Hulk and Spider-Man, or like, did they just lock into some long-term agreements way so, back when? Yeah, basically. In the video games, I remember the Hulk was tied up with one company so they couldn't get him into those like um ultimate alliance games right he had his own hulk smash series going on or something so what my understanding is that uh marvel wanted to get these characters in into movies so they started making deals with all of the uh different um production companies and that not ever thinking that they would actually ever get to the point where they would make something like the Avengers and have them all together. It was just mm. not thought of as plausible. Um, so after Sony got Spider-Man and they made the Spider-Man movies and that, then, you know, all these other deals started happening and they just made deals with, you know, the X-Men as well. The X-Men was a big one. And then um, Disney bought Marvel. <laughs> Disney said, Hey, we, we got our own movie studios. We could just make everything ourselves right here we don't need all these other studios but all these other studios had the rights for these characters i I, like isn't that what keeps happening with the fantastic four because some other i think it's universal owns 
the rights to Fantastic Four, but they have to keep making Fantastic Four movies in order to hold on to oh, those. Oh, to rights. maintain the rights. So yeah, so that's why you get those crappy. Because they're just like, yeah, here, here's uh, you know five million bucks. Go make a, a crappy Fantastic Four movie so it can hold on to the rights. Yeah, like that's the thing. You have to use it, or or you're gonna lose it. That. I'm guessing you still yeah. haven't seen that Dick Tracy movie from the 90s. No. There, Sauce has it. Uh, Marvel was going bankrupt in 1996. I remember that. Marvel, when I was a teenager, Marvel was crap. Nobody read Marvel. Everyone hated Marvel. That was for kids. You wanted Warner Brothers because had, they had Batman and, uh, uh, you know, it was all dark and gloomy and all that. And then they tried, like Marvel tried with like uh, Daredevil. And then, and, you know, they had some success with it, but it wasn't really until the the movies started coming back that, you know, the comic books started taking off again. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. Except everyone has to pretend to, to not enjoy a lot of the hallmarks of the series. Hallmarks of, well, like comic books in general, I've noticed it's just, there are some where they get away with it. Like Iron Man, he walks around, he says, I am Iron Man and stuff. But and a lot of other comic book movies, it's always the the public that gives names to the characters. Like they don't walk around. Oh and yeah, yeah. <laughs> just refer to themselves. We are the Avengers. Like well, oh no, you know, no no no. Yeah. It is it is kind of arrogant when you think about it. If you keep referring to yourself as you know this incredible character, you know. I, I don't know. It's comic books were fun, campy, made for kids, well, and even- then all the. Didn't, uh, J, adults, J, you know, didn't know. Jonah Jameson come up with Spider-Man's name? Like, no, he wasn't calling himself that. It was like, um, I yeah, like I think that's where it started in yeah. the those Spider-Man movies. Like, I I know for sure, like Doctor Octopus, they were sitting there like, oh, what are we gonna call this guy? Yeah, you know, and, and that just became the thing that happened in all the superhero <laughs> movies, right? Didn't they, I haven't seen that Man of Steel movie, but I heard that they don't call him Superman at any point, or like the uh, the reporters are trying to suggest the name Superman to him. Or oh, something. I don't. I oh no, what does the S stand for? That's what right. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like something, some logo from his home planet. Right. It's a. I don't know. They're just sidestepping all the naming processes. Yeah. Now. Anyways, yeah, Dick Tracy. What were you going to say about Dick Tracy? Um, I just remember a story where Warren Beatty owned the rights to that and he wasn't making a new movie, wasn't doing anything with it. So he appeared somewhere in costume (laughs) (laughs) and, and people were like, what in the world is he doing? And apparently it was just a way to maintain, to hold on to the rights. There you go. Like you get, you have to just do stuff like that. Yeah. Otherwise somebody else might actually do something with it instead of just letting it collect dust. Yeah. Late 90s comics started being written more for adults as they are were the only people buying the books. That's true. Mm. That's true. Well, it was, they were losing the shelf space, right? Like it used to be comic books or something you'd pick up in a grocery store. You know, mom, buy me this comic book. And uh, then all the comic book stores actually started, you know, like popping up in that in the, in the 90s. And it became more of a book thing, a library thing. That's where I got my first comics. I'd go into the the local uh, like newspaper shop, newspapers, magazines, then a little spin rack, yeah, uh, comic books, yeah, like that little uh, mom and pop shop at the beginning of RoboCop. The guy comes and picks up the Iron Man comic. That's right. Yeah, 
All right. Tell us about your doctor's visit. Can't. Haven't done it yet. Well, what are you talking about? It says here, middle-aged doctor visit. So yep, that's, that's scheduled for today, right after this. <laughs> no, I, my title hinged on your story about going to the doctor. Oh, well, I'm going. I'm going. Um, I, I, I'm going to swallow a camera. We're going to take a look down my throat and stomach. I believe it's nothing. This is a uh, might as well do it just in case. Basically, for uh, the, my recent past, I would get up in the morning, have something to drink, sit down to eat breakfast, and, and the food would get, like, stuck in my throat. Oh, no. I couldn't swallow. I could breathe okay. I just couldn't swallow. And it's really uncomfortable, and it's really annoying, and you have to wait for it to, to go down, or you, you let it back yeah. out. And this has happened to me periodically for the past year, at least. Like, just occasionally, it would just, like... <clears throat> just kind of so i don't know if my throat was closing up or if something was getting stuck in there so i started getting in my head like is there something in there that's you know causing some blockage and i went to the doctor yesterday and uh, immediately just started telling me about um, acid reflux disease and how to get that acid reflux going it it kind of triggers something in your throat that causes that clenching if you have too much uh that acid like mm -hmm. coming up. So basically I, I was diagnosed with the acid reflux many years ago, which it hasn't really bothered me. But then after he told me that yesterday, suddenly I started feeling all of that. Like, <laughs> ah, it does have a little like heartburn feeling going on. So oh. it, was it there all along? I didn't notice or did he just plant that seed and I'm going with it? So yeah. I don't know. Chances are I'm just old and I have to watch what I eat. And the same, and any any uh, problem you have once you're over 40, it's all the same. Okay, make sure you get a good night's sleep. All right, cut down on the grease and the salt and the fat and the sweets. Uh, make sure you get enough exercise. Lose a few pounds. That's, that's the remedy for everything. So chances are that's what it is. But I already agreed to do a camera test just to make sure that there's not actually anything funny going on in there. Because early detection is your friend. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go swallow a camera. They're going to knock me out, have their way with me, and tell me what happens when I wake up. Sounds sounds good. <laughs> you want in? No, no, that's okay. I do have uh, acid reflux, so like every every night, I got to yeah. get the heartburn. You know. But you don't get that like uh, no. clogging sensation. No, no, and it's actually been better since I've been doing like I I just eat supper and then I don't snack throughout the night. If I have a snack at night, forget it. It's gonna what, be what and you eat supper uh, around six o'clock, seven o'clock, something like that. Well, no, well five thirty six. Yeah, five thirty six. Okay, yeah. so you your stomach is clear many hours before you go to bed. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, I was looking at all the triggers of like, oh, you know, oh, don't eat chocolate. Oh, don't eat this. Don't eat that. But also, you know, eating too close to bedtime could, mm -hmm. could have an, an issue. And I don't know. I, I I would love to eat dinner earlier, but it just it is impossible for my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I often eat dinner like uh, around eight o'clock at night. Uh... I don't drink coffee. Steven asked too many coffees. No, I, I don't have any coffee. I have 
like a coffee and a half in the morning now. That's what I'm down to. Um, and it doesn't matter what I eat. If anything I eat, I will have heartburn overnight. So I can either take something. There's uh, something like some pill that Sarah gets that if you take it before you go to bed, you, you'll be fine throughout the night. But I mostly forget to take that. And I get up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, good. Got some heartburn. Um, take your meds. But it's 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 funny. You're, you're talking about getting older and over forty. I like I still remember in grade eight, my teacher telling the story about you know old guys having heart attacks, and it's um, always because they were like inactive, not exercising, not doing enough, and then the snow falls, and then they got to go out there and shovel mm. the snow, mm-hmm. uh, and they're they're in a hurry because they they got to get to work. And so they're out there and they're shoveling really fast. And then uh, that's it. That's when you have the heart attack. You got to call the ambulance. So this morning I get up and the, the snow's on the ground and I go out there and I start shoveling and I'm like, oh man, I got to get to work and shoveling really fast. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That story that my grade eight teacher told me <laughs> in my head. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to slow right down. If I'm a few mm-hmm. minutes late, I'm a few minutes late. <laughs> Cause it was heavy snow. It was that, that, uh, you know, wet snow that fell. There you go. It's like Lesson cement for everybody. Yeah. Write write your eighth grade teacher's name on your shovel. <laughs> you know what? Forget. That's a good good idea. All right, it's time for my top five NES games. Are you ready for this? Hey, uh, I haven't even looked at the outline. Hang on. I'm just following it. Yeah, I, I've been listening to you. And I got some movies. Oh, I didn't. Uh, okay, I'll do this later. Okay. What did we miss? Stone Cold? Is that it? Yeah, but that's a movie, so I can talk oh, okay. about it later. Okay. Talk about it later. All right. NES. This will be, top this five. Will be quick. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drag us out. What? Did you ever do this before, or is this your first time putting together a top five? I've thought about it before, like, but this was the first time. Like since I, I listened to the episode and I was thinking about my top five, because they were talking about how they have all these attachments to these games from from when they were kids mm. and that's how they became their top five. And for me, I come at it a completely different uh, perspective because I never had any of this as a kid and all of these games I played as an adult. Mm. And as an adult, I feel like some of the games that they brought up, hold up. And then I don't, I think pretty much everything that they mentioned, spoiler alert is in my top. Yeah. I think everything they mentioned except for one game is in my top five. Are you going to do the, the Joe Goes Retro and hold the, the stack? With, hold with the, the stack so device? you can see the gold? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I am not. That's why I have them down here. Uh, okay, so this was the game that you did not mention, and that's the first Mega Man. Mega, Mega Man, Man 1. Okay. I like Mega Man 1 the best because it is the simplest. I find that the other games got a little too bloated with too many levels and different things. This one's just simple. Just go there, play through the levels. You don't have to go and backtrack. And, you know, you can fight the, the robots in, in a different, or the, I don't know what they are, masters or bosses or whatever. You can fight them in a different order. But there isn't too many of them. And a lot of people don't like this one because they find that the Mega Man's a little too floaty in it. He's not as uh, tight in the other ones. But I, I don't know. I got used to it. And, uh, yeah. So, first Mega Man. Okay. Wait, is this number is this number five? Number five. Okay. Now we're going number four. It's here's your gold cartridge. Okay. Legend of Zelda. 
Never played it. It's good times. I like it. I, I did have to use a guide to find out about the burning bush. I didn't know where the burning burning bush is, but other than that, I just I played it without any guide or that, and it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, the original Mario Bros. Like we were talking the wow, episode. no duck hunt, huh? Get just that Mario duck hunt Bros. out of here. Get him out. Just Mario Bros. Um, yeah, I I've I played the other Mario Bros. I like this one the best. I think it's the most fun. We talked about that in another episode, so. You can go listen to it. it. wasn't that far back. You'll agree with this one. Punch out. Oh yeah. Number two. Now that that is probably my top of games that I played as an adult that have become my favorites. This is the only game on my top five that I haven't beat. I've never beat. I, I imagine there's a high percentage of people that have never beaten that game. And I know there's so many different versions of it. My version is the gray circle. Has the gray circle Nintendo seal of power? I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's probably nothing because it's not five screw or anything like that. Just regular. And my it's number game, one. It's a game you enjoy. Isn't that enough? Yeah, that's all I care about. And I really do want to beat it someday. I do want to play through it someday. Can you guess what my number one is? Yes. Will you guess what my number one is? Uh, you want me to spoil it? Because I'm pretty sure I know. Okay, tell me. Let's see. Let's see. The original know. Castlevania. Yeah, you're correct. 100%. Platforming perfection. I love it. I think it's fantastic. And a lot of people complain about the controls and the kickback and all that. And this is a game, it's like um, Star Tropics. If you play Star Tropics, like uh, The Legend of Zelda, and you start running around and all that, you're going you're gonna to get your arse kicked. Because that's not the way you play it. You play Star Tropics mm-hmm. like Star Tropics. Castlevania, I think a lot of people put this game in. They play it like Super Mario Brothers. They want to run around and jump around and whip. and You can't do that. you got to play by Castlevania's rules. you got to think of that knockback and all that stuff. And if you do, I'm not that great of a gamer. I'm, I, my Popeye score will probably be dead last. I'm predicting I will have the lowest Popeye score out of everyone. But I beat this game legit. It has a, a code for the levels. So once you beat a, a level, you can, I think, or no, you had to leave this one on. I had to leave this one on when I got to Dracula because it took me a few tries to beat the two Draculas. Hmm. But, and actually it was, I had a tougher time with death in this game. He, who was like a, like an apparition and he threw these circle, uh, Sith scythes mm-hmm. at you. Yeah. There you go. My top five. Oh, boy. And that's a that's a static top five? Not going to change? I don't think so. I mean, unless I play something else, you know, and it and it surpasses it. But, I, I mean, since I started, you know, getting back into the NES and 2000 time, or getting into it really the first time in 2010, and those are, out of all the games I played, those are, have been pretty much consistent at the top. You know, I thought playing like more of the Mega Man games it might kick out Mega Man One, but I still go back to that first one. I like that one the best. Hmm. Someday I'll put some real effort into playing a couple of NES games, and maybe I'll have a top five. Well, and then what was on the bubble, if you want to know, was uh, Vice Project Doom. 
I was wondering if that was going to show up. It was. It was. That's probably your there. most talked about NES game. Is it? <laughs> it's come up several times. Uh, well, it was on the bubble, and Star Tropics was on the bubble as well. That one's really good. I Where's Bionic that. Commando? Where's the Disney Capcom games? I don't know. I, I you know. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> Bionic Commando, I, I kind of started playing. I never really got that far into it. I, I played it like I went into a room and I leveled up all my guy to make him powerful. And I still was getting my arse kicked in that game. That's another game where you have to, there's a certain strategy to it. You got to play it by its rules. So I never really played it that much. Get the original that. Metroid doesn't go too high on your no. list. No, no. I, I have beat that game. I played through that game, but that game is just not. Super it's, or I'm bust, sorry, it's huh? it's not that it's not that good. The the main problem with that game is you need a map. There's no way like to sit there and run around. You'll be there just for hours running around trying to figure out where to go until you memorize everything. Hmm. That's my main problem with that game. And then you know, once you if if Mother Brain kills you, you gotta go and start collecting all your missiles and all that again. It gets very repetitive. Hmm. Uh, it's it's Super Metroid is is my favorite Super Nintendo game, and that game just does. And maybe it's because I played Super Metroid and then played Metroid. Maybe that's part of it, but I don't know. Okay. Oh no, I know the answer to this. Um, Ice Hockey also almost made the list. That's a really fun game. I like that better than Blades of Steel. I think that was it. Doesn't have the sound clips. I mean, Blades of Steel's fun. It's fine. But I, I think Ice Hockey is legit the better game. Got to buy that Nintendo Power. That's right. To get through Metroid. Nintendo Power. Okay. Do you want to talk right. about movies? Yes. What do you think people come here for? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> right, why are you here? Why do you keep showing up? <laughs> And then maybe let us know what your top five NES games are. Oh. Uh, so I watched the movie you would hate. You would not watch this movie. I, I don't think you would last two minutes watching this movie. Okay. I watched a movie called Booksmart, which um, many people say is the female version of Superbad. Uh, I've never seen Superbad, so I have no yeah. But idea. you won't watch Superbad. There's another movie. I won't watch it because I watch. don't like the people that are in it. Yeah. So there's there's yet another thing that you will not watch because um, I am because I have seen their work in in other film or television, and I find it unacceptable. <laughs> you know what Mr. Miyagi would say? Don't. You'd say something like "Don't judge a book by its cover" or something like that. Not everything is as as it appears to be. That's what Mr. Miyagi would say. Uh, but this book smart was uh, it's directed by Olivia Wilde, who I, I thought was like a I don't know you hear that name and I thought she was like a snooty actress or something like that. But uh, she sounds sounds more like an author. She directed this thing and it is nothing but it's nothing snooty. It is a, a crass a, a teen comedy. But uh, I was laughing my way through it. It's funny. And their friend drives around in a 1977 Pontiac Firebird. 
like Burt Reynolds. But it's got like these flame decals on it to make it extra cheesy. But it's good. Good times. I like that movie a lot. Vox loves Arrested Development. He loves that show. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I, I was know. totally hooked. I was upset when uh, Netflix took away the fourth and fifth seasons because I really wanted to see them. Yeah. So uh, then I watched another movie called The Hospital. This was uh, the guy who did uh, who wrote the movie Marty that I talked about before. I don't know if you remember it from the 50s. You're busy reading the chat. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so The Hospital was written by that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it starts uh, George C. Scott as uh, this guy, this crotchety old guy that uh, runs, he's like the head uh, physician at a hospital. And it's kind of part uh, dark comedy, part murder mystery, part uh, medical drama. And you could kind of see where every medical drama that's been on TV, like this movie came out in 1970. So every medical drama that's come out since uh, this movie has kind of like, they've taken things from, from this, like just the style and the tone and all that. Um, but it was really, it was, it was really good. I enjoyed that one. Uh, the other movie I watched was, uh, the white tiger. I think this one will be up for some awards come Oscar season, which will is be. Uh, this is a new movie. Yeah. Um, so this came out, I think last year, um, and it's based on a, a book that was written about 10 years ago, but, um, it's a, it's this guy who grows up in like the slums of, uh, India and uh, really, your only way of getting out of the slums in India is to become a servant of someone who is, uh, I guess, in the upper class, someone who is rich. So this guy uh, comes up with this um, fake uh, backstory uh, about how he's like a really good driver and that to get because he wants to be uh, the servant of this guy and he wants to be his um his slave, basically, his, his servant. I don't know how, if they make any money or that. I think it's just for room and board and that. But it's a really eye-opening way of how things work in India. But it's one of those movies where it's sort of um, another kind of dark comedy, kind of like uh, Parasite in a way, where it's like a um, commentary on the, the 1% and the 99%. And um, it uh, kind of... You can kind of see where the story's going. Like the, the the fun part of the movie was watching all the setup, watching it like set up all the stuff that's going to happen within the last half uh, last half of the movie. But it felt like as if the last half could have been half an hour instead of an hour. Like we kind of get it. We kind of, I kind of could see where it was going, you know. So if they would have just wrapped it up nicely instead of stretching it out for another hour, when I'm good. But you know that whole other that whole India is a completely other world that I'm totally ignorant to. There's stuff going on over there that I have no idea what the heck's happening. And this movie was a little bit of an eye-opener. Hmm. That's right. Rocket Sauce is correct. Rock- Michael Sarah is in Superbad. I'm aware that was, of that. And that was the reason why I watched that movie. I'm like, oh, I like that guy. What is this yeah, Superbad I, movie? I like that guy, but the, all them, uh, the other ones. Jonah Hill? Uh, What's wrong with Jonah guy, Hill? I don't, I don't like him. And um, uh, What's his face is in it, right? Seth Rogen. Yeah, that guy. The guy he's in it for like, he's got a small role in it. Very small. Uh, and his role in it was kind of like, it was tolerable because it was so small. And you only come in and do his thing. and t- wasn't Tolerable, movie. which means yeah. you understand what I mean. Oh, I don't like, I'm not like. a huge Seth Rogen fan either. I remember I was at a, um, a bachelor party. 
with a bunch of uh, potheads, and I'm like the guy who doesn't. I, I'm like the guy who doesn't smoke pot, and I made the mistake of saying, you know, Seth Rogen's okay, but I'm not that huge of a fan. This was at like maybe, I'll say six o'clock at night. From mm-hmm. that point on, it was nothing but Seth Rogen uh, talk and uh, quotes mm-hmm. until the party ended until two a.m. It was just them going talking about how great he is, all like the his his movies and quoting him and laughing their ass off and that. And I'm like, I, I was it was uh, it was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It was a nightmare of an evening. <laughs> There you go. So I'm not a huge fan either, but in this movie, he was fine. He just had a small role and it wasn't like, like I watched uh, knocked up. I didn't, I didn't care for that one. Um, I can't even, th- there was some other one. What was his other big one? Yeah. I don't know. I know he was on an episode of the comedians in cars. Yeah. And I didn't, I, I'm not a fan of his work, but watching that just as a person talking, eh, it was fine to watch an interview with him. I'd probably that skip that one. But, uh, yeah, I'm just not interested in seeing his products. Oh, Sausage Party. That was that was terrible. That uh, looks stupid. It, it was. I don't even know how, how or why we watched it. Um, Kevin kind of looks like a stoner with that. Toke, how do you guys say this? Toke, 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 toke. When when did that become a phrase? I've heard so many people say this. Now. Isn't it just a hat? No, Isn't it a ski cap. No. When In did it Canada, get a special name? It never got. No, that's what I've been calling it since I was knee high to a grasshopper. That's what we call them here in Canada, toques. And I was shocked to learn that Americans don't call them toques. They call them caps. It's a or, hat. It's a thing you put on your head. How, how do you differentiate between a ball cap and a, and, and a hat? Then? Like well, you just a, did. It's a cap, no. and, and that's a ski cap. No. Baseball uh, ski cap, cap ski now. Cap. Now you're saying ski cap. It's easier to say before. Toque. One syllable. Out. Oh. Toque. Canadian ways is so much more efficient than you Americans. You want to mm-hmm. abbreviate like things with like letters and all that stuff. You know, we you just call it what it is. I, 5050 was a pretty good movie with him in it. That was that was decent, but it has your the other guy in it um that you like. J- uh Gordon Joseph Gordon Levitt. It was jo- like Joseph Gordon Levitt and Seth Rogen in 5050 and that was that was a pretty good movie. But that might be the only movie that I've seen I like in- Third Rock from the oh. Sun. I don't know where you're getting this Joseph Lord Gordon whatever his he, name well, is. Well, he's in the movie 5050 and you like that yeah. guy. Why do I like that guy? We've mentioned him before, and you said that you like that guy. I like the third rock from the sun. Listen to this. Listen to this. I'm just leaving this up for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if you're, if you're listening, uh, it says Kevin's right. It's a comment that says Kevin's right, and I'm leaving that up for the rest of the show. Uh, Zach and Miri make a porno. He was good in that. You know what? I might have seen more movies <laughs> like him in than I don't. <laughs> The only movie I saw him and I, that I didn't like was it looks like it's knocked up. The rest I just haven't bothered to watch. I, I don't really like those those stoner. Oh, 20, 21 Jump Street and twenty two Jump Street. I guess he had a small role in that. I didn't I didn't care for those. That's it. I don't really watch his movies that much. Except for all the ones you did. 
Oh, well, there was a few there that I watched that I like, but you know, I watched Zach and Mary make a porno because I like Kevin Smith. Although I don't, I haven't liked anything he's done in a long time. I like trench coat Kevin Smith. I don't like hockey jersey Kevin Smith. <laughs> he's lost his difference? touch. He's lost his touch. I think he started smoking too much pot, and he's really lost his touch. Hmm. I haven't found like Zach and Mary make a porno might be the last movie he's done that I enjoyed. Is that in Clerks 2, which came out, I think, back-to-back. Back. And then everything since then I haven't haven't enjoyed. Okay, that's it. It's okay to have a one-hour episode. It's fine. We don't have to stretch this out. Oh, that's cool. We're good. We're good. We're oh, good. Yeah. Who, Kevin Smith is working on a new He-Man show? Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Uh, why? Hmm. We don't need a new He-Man show. Don't need any Kevin Smith products either. You don't you don't like him at all? I saw Clerks a couple times when I was younger, and I I, I guess the first time or two I watched it, I was like, yeah, it's, it's different. It's interesting, yeah. but then, but then it, like I tried going back to it, and I was like, ah, the comedy's not really hitting. It's just I don't know streams of vulgarity. It doesn't stay funny very long. You know, I haven't watched it in a very long time. I wonder if it holds up for me too. I don't know. I've never, <laughs> I've never liked any. I tried. Sarah says, "Stretch the show." She just put dinner in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean's, uh, Dean's here. He asks Seth Rogen as He Man. Uh, no. Oh, that's right. I haven't shown my scar yet. It's not real. It's not a scar. It's nothing. Oops. Um left that up too long there was um that I guess, i'm guessing this show is no longer around uh dinner for five i think it was called um the, oh, like a talk Donald show Lopez. yeah yeah i think that's uh, long gone the uh, what was his name iron man guy john favreau he started that but then right. kevin smith would do like guest hosts sometimes yeah and I, i'm fine with him in that setting just conversations yeah, same same as the uh the, the seth rogan guy but yeah i don't need their productions yeah kevin smith is the kind of guy who can you throw a camera on him and he could just fill an hour with stories and but mm, nah. i look like Madball without the toque on Madball. who's Madball? Madball. must be a comic book character Oh, I shouldn't say anything, but I'm still uh, I'm still going through that last season of Daredevil. Yes, still good, still really good. It makes me want like it. It almost makes me want to go back and watch the the Defenders thing before I finish this season. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> so you're getting sucked in. You're I'm getting, getting sucked in. They want you're going to buy the extra comics now. I might, uh, but this this last season, it's there's a couple things that don't make sense, or a couple things like I don't know if that would really work that way. But the show is very fun, very entertaining. I'm trying to look up what Madball is, and it's not coming up. Like there's weird things, like a rock. There's a rock group called Madball. I'm confusing it with like 80s toys. There's the Magic 8 Ball and Mad Libs. What's Mad Ball? Mad Ball toy. 
Oh, like these things? Mad balls, those toys that could shoot their heads off. Okay, that's what he's talking about. Okay. Steven knows every obscure toy that oh, existed yeah. between nineteen seventy and now. That's his uh, MO. All right, let me share this screen here. There you go. I look like one of those. I remember this. This wait, but that's just a head. Did it have a body? I don't know. There's something very familiar about this. I don't know. Okay. This has to be extremely boring. <laughs> we're just, we don't need to stretch. We don't need to do this anymore. I no. think we're done. I think you, you can talk up. about dinner. What <laughs> dinner do you think you're going to have? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I went up before we started and I asked Sarah, I said, uh, supper, like before I get into podcasts, what, uh, what do we want to do? Remember homies. Yes. I remember homies. I still have homies in my garage. You have homies in your garage. I have homies in my garage. Well, what does that mean? So there were these little uh, toys that you could buy. Remember, you could. I I don't know if you still can, but you you put a quarter in, and a ball would come out of the machine, and oh, yeah, the yeah. ball would be a toy. Mm-hmm. So there were these little <laughs> there were these uh, things called homies, and uh, as a joke. <sighs> Oh, as a joke, I, Sarah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, yes. I, I, as a joke, Sarah bought me one one time, and then every time she'd go grocery shopping, I'm like, pick me up a homie. So she kept, I don't know, it was only two or three more times she, she bought me homies. So she'd come with a homie. So I'd put them in the garage, I'd keep them in the garage. And I, uh, I actually know exactly what you're talking about. I remember seeing those at the checkout at the supermarket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like homies series two, series three. Homies. Wow. I think I have uh I have that one. I think. I I think I got this guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't recognize anyone else in here. Wow, you could um like uh replace all your Monopoly figures with homies. <laughs> that is yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. Watch hey, forget that. Back. You got shepherd's pie on the way. Oh, you lucky dog. Oh, do I? Oh, nice. I think it's interesting that Sarah says dinner, but you say supper. It's interchangeable. You can go dinner or supper. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand. I've never understood that because like my grandfather, my uncle, they would say supper. But then my mom, who's in that same family would always say dinner. So I grew up saying dinner, but then a lot of my relatives would just keep saying supper. So growing up, my Nona would call dinner lunch all the time. That's like really old, old Mm -hmm. school, like dinner. Like when you talk about lunch, they would refer to lunch as dinner. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I guess I kind of just trained myself to always say, make sure to differentiate between lunch and supper. Like by supper, I mean, not, lunch not if i said dinner some people thought i meant lunch some people thought i meant supper so i would always say supper yeah i guess you go back and the terminology is a bit different and then every country's got its own different way of doing it yeah uh, i don't know rock saw somehow uses both uh, you can do that. He, he doesn't follow rules man just does yeah. whatever he wants if he feels like calling it dinner he'll call it dinner 
Isn't supper a more religious term? Says Stephen. Is that right? I, I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe it is. Are you, you supping with Jesus? I don't think so. You would break bread with him hmm. in uh, Catholic. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Where are you okay. going to have your your 6 to 6.30 meal? That's right. Well, 5.30 to 6. It's 5.30 to 6. That's so. right. Yeah. Oh, the Last Supper? Maybe that's why. Maybe. Last Supper. Last dinner doesn't quite sound the same. <laughs> yeah, it sounds sounds lame. Okay, that's it. We've we've this is enough. <laughs> quit keeping us here. We're, We're done. We're on to what what We're, Jesus called his final meal of the day. What did he I, eat at five thirty to six? We've been running on fumes for like the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> There's nothing left to say. Okay, we're crashing the plane right now. Uh, follow the Cartridge Club. The only weekly podcast left in the Cartridge Club is Retro Fandango. Nobody else left. Uh, get a boner with Retro Fandango. Don't forget to check out our Discord. And watch uh, the Godfather movies so we can talk about it yep. later. Yep. That's it. There's nothing yep. left to say. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. I got 20 minutes before I eat. That's okay. I can wait. It's fine. It's mm. fine. I can't because I'm not allowed to eat before my... Uh... My camera test. I'm stuck. Oh, what time is it at? I got two hours. That's okay. It's six now. So two hours to your test. How long does the test take? Um, I know. So I, I think the test itself probably only takes, uh, I don't know, a few minutes. There you go. But uh, I'm going to be there for a couple hours. They're going to knock me out. So I think I just have to like fall asleep and wake up. That's what it takes most of the time. Then you go for oh, for a big breakfast after. If you nice. can. If I can, if they tell me I'm allowed to eat anything or if my throat closes up on me. Well, and you can go to restaurants there, right? They haven't locked down, so. They have. I'm just going to come home. I don't yeah. want to go to a restaurant. Okay. All right. That's it. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Dango.